0: it's only you and only by you and by your divine grace and mercy that we stand here this evening. Lord we say thank you for your grace that has brought us this far and we thank you my God for that same grace that will carry us through my God cause us to leap over everyone run through every truth Lord your word declares that it is you oh God who teaches our hands to walk our fingers to fight. We come my God before you tonight and I pray Holy Spirit the Lord fill us with your power with your strength with your anointing oh God my God with your enabling power that is able to overcome all things my God to win every battle that life will throw at us we give you glory tonight oh God thank you sweet Holy Spirit for your presence we bow before you oh God we say the Lord you are worthy have your way in our lives speak through this vessel of my God, possess my reins in the mighty name of Jesus. And we shall be careful to give you the glory and the praise, my God, after we are done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I give the Lord a big clap offering. Amen. Tonight we are going to our scripture for the day, or our scriptures for the day. And this time we have two scriptures um readings because I was led by the Spirit of God. We are just going through. 1 Samuel chapter 17 bit by bit and an other scripture to buttress the the word of the day. Tonight we are talking about the opponent, the opponent. Reading 1 Samuel chapter 17, the verse 4 to 8, the Bible says, And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head. And he was armed with a coat of mail. And the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. Historians have it that his whole whole armor, from his helmet all the way down, was about 60 tons. And he had greaves of brass upon his legs, and a target of brass between his shoulders. And the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam. And his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron. And one bearing a shield Went before him I mean the guy was Armored to the teeth Amen A giant in a metal armor His legs were covered His breastplate was in place And moreover somebody ran ahead of him With a shield So if you are going to fight him there was no way you are going to pass through His armor And Bible says He stood and cried unto the armies of Israel And said to them why are you come out to set your battles in array? Because at that time the Bible says that the armies of the Philistines were on one side of the mountain, the armies of Israel was also on one side, and there was a valley between them. And Goliath was asking, "Why have you brought all your men and set yourself in array? This one, we don't need plenty of people to fight. To. Just give me one man, and I'll face him." And he said, "Choose a man for yourself, and let him come down to me." So, Goliath, the enemy, was setting the lines of the battle. And many a time, that's how it is. It is the enemy that sets the battle on. He brings in the battle. Amen. Because it is he who is out to destroy. You are going your nice merry way. But it is the enemy that brings the trouble. So, it is he who sets the battle most of the time. Amen. And that was the opponent that they were faced with that day. You can say ordinary, heighted men faced with this huge giant. And they were not even being given the chance to go and fight as a group. He said, give me one man. And when they looked among themselves, every man's heart filled him. Who will go and face Goliath? So it was that Saul and his men were in their tents, cowering in fear. fear of the opponent in life we have different kinds of opposing forces that rise up against us amen but you realize that wherever there's any opposition the foundation or the 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 root of that opposition comes from the adversary the enemy of our lives it is he who fills the hearts of men with demonic ideas and spirits it is he who contends against anything good that god has for our life because as for god it is settled with him how he wants your life to go he wants your life to do well he wants your life to prosper god doesn't have a problem with you amen but from the minute you sign on to become a believer satan's war against your life intensified before you became a believer he had a war with you but it was it was a cool chop because you you had no resistance fact, you were under his grip And in his control. So it wasn't so bad. When you become a Christian, then he sees you also as an adversary. So, in the same way that we see the enemy as an adversary, he sees you also as an adversary. And you must always have this in your mind that the one you call an adversary, Satan, is also seeing you as an adversary. Hello? So that means that you you cannot afford to be careless in this Christian walk. Too many believers are careless. We are careless. And that is why the enemy is able to sometimes get through to destroy. But as I was saying, most of this, the opposition is spiritual or has a spiritual base. The Apostle Paul writing to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10 says that, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and put on the whole armor of God. So he's, he's also talking about the Christian putting on an armor. But this armor is not an armor of, of metal, an armor, you know, of brass, of iron, like Goliath's. But he talks about a spiritual armor because he says that for we are not fighting, we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. It, our, our warfare is not against human entities. Amen. Our warfare is not against each other, man to man. No, he said, for we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. He said the battle is not against human entities, but what happens is that the spirits that he's talking about enter into human beings. And that's why you see brother fighting, brother, sister fighting, sister, because spirits of hatred, anger, jealousy, you know, enter into people, and then they begin to contend with one another. I think I've told you before that Rick Joyner has written a book titled The Final Quest. If I were you, I'll find it and I'll read it. And in Rick Joyner's book, he describes a battle going on and soldiers going to the battle. And the Christian army were not properly clad in their spiritual armor. He says some had shields, but they didn't, they didn't have their breastplate on. Some had their breastplate on, but no helmet on. So they were not properly clad. They were not fully clad, they were not fully, they, were, they were not fully armored. That means they were not fully prepared, and they were going to battle. And he said, this was a spiritual vision he had, and he saw, he saw I think, birds, I forgot which birds, coming down and picking from their heads, birds of destruction picking from their heads and so the army was not strong and that is how it is most of us don't have our full armor on we may be we may be clad with pieces of the armor but often not the whole armor but Paul says that our fight our our contention is not with human entities but with spiritual hosts and he gives a spiritual hierarchy of that govern nations and territories, and then powers, and against rulers of the darkness of this world, powers that rule in darkness—not in darkness as in the night, but in the darkness of sin and evil—they rule and, and 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 they harass and and they contend with man. And he says, spiritual wickedness in high places. We we'll talk about wickedness, spiritual wickedness. It's not like anybody being wicked, do I mean? That is. Severe weight, if see some kind of things that are happening or can happen to people or some things that people can do. Somebody can cut up his child or wife and put them in the freezer, and they're living in the same house with the person in the defreezer. And what kind of mind is that? These are demonic powers, wicked spirits. Sometimes you can see somebody with a disease and you wonder. Sometimes that day I was, I saw a baby in, in this thing. I think it was Facebook said, a baby needs money. Um, for a surgery. The child is not even eight months old. He already has brain cancer. What is this? These are all the workings of the enemy. Amen. Are we together? Yeah. So he says that because of this, wherefore take unto you the full armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil and against the evil day and having done all to stand. say so says stand therefore having your loins get with the belt of truth when you put on a, 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 a trouser, especially the guys, and it's loose, you put on a belt to hold it together, okay? And the Christian's belt that holds things in place is truth, amen, to, to be truthful and have you on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the pressure of the gospel of peace. And above all, take the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench all the fairy darts of the enemy and then take the helmet of salvation, the knowledge of your salvation, on your head. And then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So he said, be fully armed because you are fighting a spiritual opponent. Amen. So you must be spiritually prepared because your opponent is not just a physical opponent, but a spiritual opponent. And in every battle, there's an opponent. Amen. Or an opposing force. And sometimes it's not just um, a human being, but sometimes it could be a situation. Some people have been battling with certain things for a long time. You've Been battling with certain things in your life for a long time. And most of the time, there's a spiritual component to whatever is happening. And these forces rise up against your dreams, your vision, your, your desire, and even your destiny. Okay? The enemy can rise up against your children, your health, your work. He always wants to find a way. He is the opponent because he's out to destroy. He's out to to destroy everything good in your life and because of that as I, I say again we cannot be careless amen Or to steal and to destroy but at the same time the comfort of the spirit and the word is that Jesus said he has come rather to give you life and abundant life praise the Lord put your hands together <laughs> so Goliath in that day stood as a very formidable opponent before Israel and King Saul, who was a king at that time, was, was at a loss. The king himself was cowering in his tent. <laughs> battle lines were drawn, but who would go and fight? Amen. And these were not just mere citizens. They were men of war. But in the face of the opponent, they became like babies. The sight of him was terrifying. Just look at him. Terrifying. His armor alone for battle was something else to behold. Look at his appearance. I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of that thing. Amen. And but that's how the opponent, our opponent, always seems, looks, and seems bigger and terrifying. You can go through a life situation which terrifies you. You are afraid. Amen. But you must always remember that if you are a believer, there is a greater one who is at work in you. Amen. Amen. The Bible declares that greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Amen. Hallelujah! And so you don't have to be afraid of the size of the opponent. You don't have to be of, afraid of the strength of the opponent or what the opponent can do, because if you allow the enemy's side, his his you know, whole person or whatever is coming against you, it could be a sickness. I always tell with that when you are diagnosed with the cancer, even the very diagnosis itself will, will can kill you before you know even start treatment. I say, there are cancer, then at once you are going. I once went with a lady to um, to get a result for. She went to do an HIV test. She came to tell me that, oh, this is a long time ago, maybe about twenty something years. Praise be because she's alive. Yeah. Amen. So I'm telling you that your opponent doesn't have to scare you because this thing happened over twenty years ago, and she's alive. Said that she came to tell me she she thinks she's been through some things, and she believes she thinks. But she's afraid. And she's being haunted. I said, let's go and check. She said, I'm afraid. I said, No, no, listen. Whether you go and check or you don't go and check, the fear will be there. And maybe you don't have it. And the enemy will terrorize you with fear. Go and check if you have it. We know what to do. So I said, I'll go and check if you go with me. I said, okay. So we went. Took the sample, went away. They said, Come back, so and so day. She went back, came back and said, They said, I should come with somebody. And as soon as she said that to me, I knew, uh-oh. All right, so we went. When well, we got there, the doctor, of course, the doctor's doctor, CEO would tell you, they started skirting, skirting about the issue, talking about how HIV is not a death sentence, la-la-la-la-la, going round, 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 round. I knew they were going to get to it. Then the doctor got to it. At once, she wanted to go to the bathroom. I had to go with her to the bathroom. We came to sit down. The doctor continued, I want to go to the bathroom. We went to the bathroom again. We Went to the bathroom about five times. Then after the doctor was finished, she said, come back the next day, and we're going to start treatment. The drive back home that day, oh, one of the worst, I was driving. We we'll go a few miles, she said, I want to vomit. I'll stop the car. She would throw up, and she would start crying. Cry, I oh, can't drive, so we'll stay. Vomiting, cry. I mean, immediately her body started reacting. She wasn't, that, she wasn't sick. Before we got to the, the doctor but then the words alone that's what the size of the opponent or the fear of the opponent can do to you I remember a few years ago a lady had an accident I think it was this legal nothing happened to her she wasn't injured but she died why because she was afraid accident yeah! she died Postmortem said nothing no injury nothing it was just the the fear I'm involved in an accident. That is why we must build up our faith in life because whether you like it or yes, there are many times in your life where you're going to hear different kind of news. Maybe not about yourself, but about something, somebody, you know, close. And so you must always remember that no matter the size of the opponent, no matter the size or the, the issue at hand, there's a greater one who's living within you than whatever you are faced with. Amen. 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 1 John 4 4 says that you have got little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The word of God declares you have overcome the opponent, you have overcome the things in the world. Amen. And as I said, we have physical opponents and spiritual opponents. Praise be to God that Jesus has overcome all opponents, be they spiritual or physical amen Mm. the whole mind or the whole purpose of satan releasing any kind of opposition against your life is to bring you down bigger and stronger than you are when you look at yourself there's no way you can match this but then it is not about the size of the issue or the opening it's about the size and the bigness of your god i have a little plaque in my guest toilet It says that don't look to the bigness of your problem but look to the bigness of your God. Amen. Hallelujah. Look to the bigness of your God. Amen. Yes, because some things can be very very disheartening. Sometimes you can even find your own family ganging up with your opponent against you. You'll be shocked. Sometimes people you think loved you will do certain things and when you hear about it your heart some, your heart is broken. Hey, put it back together again. Move on. Hello Uh, that day, somebody was telling me something about somebody, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, and something. So I said, Who? Oh, boyfriend, girlfriend. Somebody has been married for 40 years, and the husband gets up one day and says that you, you, your face looks bizarre. Uh, I don't want you anymore. Also, what should she do? You, girlfriend, boyfriend. You are, you, are, you are dying. You are crying. No. In everything, tell your neighbor, be strong. Be strong. Because your opponent may be bigger or stronger than you, but you must remember. The Bible says that the race, Ecclesiastes 9.11, he said that he returned, the preacher said he returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. It's not necessarily the one who can run fastest who wins a race. Neither the battle to the strong. Amen. I, I have seen fights where smaller people have TKO'd bigger people. That's technical knockouts. It's happening. If you watch boxing matches, you see, small person, boop, then one, one, one hit, the, the big person is going down. I watched one recently. It was so funny. This little guy, and the big guy was swinging, 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 swinging. But because the, big guy was, the, the little guy was little, the big guy was swinging and swinging, I think he got a be dizzy. So the little guy just jumped a big, bam, finished. But I'm sure that those who pegged the match were sure that the big guy would win, amen. He says that riches are not to men of understanding, amen. The fact that somebody is very rich doesn't mean that they are smarter. It's a time and chance happens to them all, amen, amen. Yeah. Or favor to them, to men of skill. It's time and chance. Whatever God, you know, proposes. It's a man proposes, but God disposes. But whatever God proposes, that is what it is. So don't look at anything in your life and think that you cannot. Face it, or you cannot overcome it. Amen. Amen. Somebody said, but this one, the chances are one in a thousand. Yes, you'll be that one in the thousand. Yes. So the chances are very slim. Yes, you'll be in the slim. Yes, you will be. And for me, that's my attitude in life. That if they say it's one in ten people. I'm number one. I will not say I cannot be part of it. Why not? What prevents you from being the one that is chosen among a thousand? If the favor of God is upon your life. Uh, You can do all things through Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing that dwells within you. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. And remember also that whatever is standing in opposition against your life is not bigger than the will of God. Amen, and is subject to the will of God. Amen. The will of God supersedes every plan, every purpose, every assignment of the enemy. Because sometimes you can see a car wreck, a car that's been in an accident, and they'll tell, you, nobody could have survived in this wreck, but someone comes out of that car on scarf, not even a scratch. Haven't you seen it before? Yeah. What happened? It is God. Yeah. Hallelujah. It is God. That day, I said, I read somewhere to her. There was an accident somewhere in America, and there was a young girl. She was in the car, and they were trying to cut her out, and they couldn't, you know, cut the metal out. And they were trying everything. Then a man appeared. He was a preacher in, you know, his clerical color, and he came to pray. And as soon as he finished praying, they were able to cut her out. When they took her out, they were looking for him to appreciate him. He wasn't there. And they described him. Nobody saw where he went. They didn't see any car move. And they, they combed the whole year even to say thank you to that pastor. But when they described him, no, no church in that area knew any pastor like that. It was a divine angelic intervention. I'm telling you tonight, your opponent might be big, but the host of heaven. I declare the host of heaven. Angels are on assignment over your life. And there's no opponent bigger or stronger than the hosts of heaven put together hallelujah so don't run in terror because of the strength of your opponent hallelujah look to the bigness and the greatness of your god and stand and you rather oppose your opponent in the power of your god hallelujah don't give up because of how things seem or look like no you you don't have to do that otherwise you 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 fail every time you lose every time and especially with doctors' reports, praise be to our love doctors. Oh man, no, they are wise. God has given them a peculiar wisdom for what they do. But even doctors themselves, when they have finished treating you, they leave the rest to God. Because they know that certain things can happen positively or negatively. Their strength goes this far. The rest is up to God. Amen. Amen. We leave it to God. And so if we leave it to God then we are in business because God is your father and his promises to your life are true. And I always say, when somebody goes to hospital, they tell you that this, your sickness is incurable. Oh, praise God. Because that is the exact thing. God needs to, 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 to work a miracle. God is a specialist at working miracles. I said that the things that men can do, let men do, but the things that men cannot do, God will do. Are you understanding me? The things that men cannot do, that is the things God will do. And the glory and the praise will be given unto him. Tonight, we declare that by the power of God, you will overpower and overcome every opponent. Goliath, despite his height, his size, and all his armor and trappings, (laughs) fell. He fell. He fell. He fell. You didn't clap. I said he fell so shall your opponents fall. I declare your opponents shall fall. The opponents shall fall. And you will rather rise. As they fall, you rise. Give the Lord a big clap offering. You will prevail over every opponent and every adversary of your life. You will prevail. Amen. (laughs) Oh, you know, I, I once read I used to read a fable about the tortoise and the hare. How many have of you read for your children? See, the hare was fast, 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 fast in a race. So this slow tortoise, oh, so let me take a nap. I'll just take a nap because he was so slow. He took a nap and sleep overtook him. The tortoise was coming bit by bit. Saw the hare sleeping. Not going to wake him up. Passed by, go to the finishing line, and then the hare woke up the hare thought that the tortoise will will be last but rather he became last are you hearing me the people who are judging you today the people who are giving their own predictions about you about how your marriage will be or how you will never marry or how you never do this or how you never have that let them judge let them speak their mind that is what they know but praise be to god the man doesn't know what god knows No man knows what God knows. So they are speaking out of the abundance of their ignorance. Hello? Let the opponent speak out of their, 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 their mind of ignorance. They are ignorant. Me, Whenever anybody says anything about me, I hear, I say, oh, don't worry. They are just ignorant. The rest, I don't want to add. it. There's a holy platform and pop it. Ignorant. The opponent is ignorant. He doesn't know. I would say, I have not seen neither has yet heard neither has it entered in the heart of men the things that God has prepared for you amen so no one can judge or determine your future amen it is only God who determines your future and his plan for your life is good and by his spirit it will be accomplished you will prevail over your adversary the opponent will not prevail over you it's all going to be by your strength because your strength is weak you know but God said it's not by power it's not by might but by his spirit the spirit of God in you the spirit of God with you the spirit of God for you will overpower every adversary of your life so all you need tonight and in this week and in this year is your faith in God to be intact amen which will give you boldness and courage to overcome and outwit every opponent in your life And so tonight if you see any spiritual opposition, any physical opponent, speak to it that you, you are coming down by the power of my God. My God with me is more than a multitude. Praise God that the opponent doesn't have power over you. You have power over your opponent. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.